another great episode of Dan on Top. Mm, love that music. I'm your host, Dan Lukowitz. I'm going to chill out a little bit. I'm just very excited because we have the same guest here that we had previously. An incredible guest. One of my favorite guests. One of my favorite people in the world. Bubby Naomi Traeger. Bubby, how you doing? I'm doing fine. Thank you. I'm just looking at you and I see the happiness on your face. I could never see it 10 years ago. Uh-oh. I, she couldn't see it 10 years ago. This is a typical Bubby compliment. Basically, it means everything is great. We love you. But then inside, she's saying something deeper. What are you saying, Bubby? What do you want to know? I want to know everything, all the wisdom, everything you got. Well, you ask me a question, and if I can answer, if I, because my age has a lot to do, I keep forgetting things. No, you keep getting wiser. That's why you're here. You've got <laughs> well, the most wisdom of any guest ever on the show. Thank you, Danny. Thank you for your, for your kind word, because I know then I'm not... I'm not getting wiser. I'm getting older. <laughs> okay, well, listen. I'm here as your host, Dan Lukowitz. Dan on Top Show, www.danontop.com. Dan at danontop.com. I'm the host, so I get to make the rules. Bubby told me she gave me permission to ask her any question I want, which is typically what I do on the show. And I want to stop and just point out that people who are watching, this is as much wisdom as you can get in one 18-minute episode because this is Bubby Naomi Traeger. This is house flipper, investor, parent, grandmother, great-grandmother. She's got like a dozen grandkids, four of which are mine. You're welcome. And she's here today in the studio to talk to us. So I want to know, we were talking before on another episode about wisdom and about advice and things that you you know learned and things that you were giving to our viewers to think about and digest. Are there any other lessons that you learned over the last, let's say, 96 years that you want to share with our audience? Well... I don't think so. There was a lesson to learn how to treat people, how to talk to people, and how to behave and how to respect people, you know. Mm-hmm. You have to have it in you, in the person, you know. And this is, I think, I treated my family especially very nice, kind, yes. loving, and caring and trying my best to do as much as I could, the best for everybody, you know. Help them and did whatever a mother or a grandma supposed to do for the family. And that's, that's the best thing. There you go. And I mean, look, you're, you're doing great things. You've done great things. I mean, you've built an army of Lukowitzes and Traegers, right? There's literally an army of us, all due to you and, and a few other people, right? Um, which is incredible. So, so thank you. The world has a lot to thank you, I think, in my humble opinion. And, you know, you mentioned something interesting. You said that respecting people is so important. And it really is. Yes, respecting people is very important, you know, because if you respect people, people are going to respect you. And people are going to think you're a nice, wise person and doing, doing a lot of good things, especially for the family, you know, because family is very, very important. I try to do some good things for other people, too, and they still remembered me for doing things okay, for other Okay, story. People. Can I tell you a story about that? Okay, you're going to love this. So I can't say too many names because this is a highly exclusive private deal. You know who I'm talking about. But there was an individual, you actually, this individual's mother was at my bar mitzvah, one of your best friends. So she has a son that's probably 65, 70, 75 years old. 
I recently sold a Wendy's property, and the lawyer was involved. And all of a sudden, I saw this last name, and I said, you know what? What the heck? I'm just going to say, you know, I'm Dan Lukowitz, obviously. He said, my bubby is Bubby Naomi. Are you so-and-so's son? And he couldn't. He called me up immediately. He says, oh, my gosh, I know your bubby. I remember your bubby. If there's anything I can do to help you in real estate in life, I'm here to help. Who was it? Can I say, can I say, can I say? It was Martin Bordelais. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. And, and he's one of many. I yes. mean, I, I was just picking you up from the, yes. the Jewish family uh, area and uh, Jewish family services. And the individual that I talked to, he, he remembers when my mom and dad met. And he runs, you know, uh, he runs groups for, for older, you know, more mature Jewish adults yes. like yourself. No, he was at the wedding. At my parents' wedding? Mm, uh, uh, no, not, not at your wedding. He was at my wedding? Yes. Not my recent wedding, my first wedding. The first wedding, yeah. Okay. We, we, no, no, we wait, no, wait a minute. Let me think about it. No, no, I don't think so. Okay, okay. They, they passed away already. Okay. So, so in, anyway, both these individuals had nothing but great things to say about you. And, and, and you know, people ask me where I learned, what I, what I learned. And I, I, I always, you know, for years thought about the different mentors that I had, the, the things that I learned, the courses that I took, the courses that I made, you know, things like that. You learned from me. I learned from my bubby. And my bubby always used to tell me whenever I give her a compliment, you know what she would say? She would say, Danny, you have good genes. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I'm really proud of you. I'm really happy what you're doing. I'm really, really happy, happy, happy. And you're making a very beautiful, happy, and healthy life. Thank you. For, for your family. Yeah, and you know, I remember growing up coming to your house with my friends, you would make us kreplach, which are like a special, you know, Jewish dumpling. You'd make us mandel bread, which is kind of like a biscotti. And uh, just the one thing I always remembered about your, your condo that you were in for probably 40 years, maybe even more, was that it always smelled. Smelled uh, Jewish cooking. <laughs> yes, that's right. It smelled like Jewish cooking. That's right. I would not diss my bubby on TV. It smelled like Jewish cooking, and, and it, it was awesome. And it was just, you always wanted people to come over. You remember all my friends, my boyfriends from when I was a kid. And um, it just was a pleasant place to be. It was, it was a pleasant place. I remember losing teeth. Yeah. And we'd come over to your house, and you had a huge jar of silver. Maybe that's why I like precious metal so much. Huge jar of silver. And we got to stick our hand in and keep all the silver that we wanted to. Nice Jewish concept there to reward you. Go ahead. Yeah, you were many, many times when you were little in my house. And... Uh, you didn't want to sleep over for some reason, but you, but you like to be with me. Yes. We were having a very nice time when you were little growing up, you know. That's right. That's right. So, question. Favorite Dan Lukowitz story? Favorite Lukowitz story? Yeah. I was thinking about me, but any Lukowitz, you can go with it. Any Lukowitz? Yeah. Uh, I'm proud to have the two Lukowitzes, Danny and, and you. Mark, Mark and me. Mark and, and Danny, you know. We look alike. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't look alike. <laughs> no, no. Mark has curly hair. I wish one time I should have that curly hair and he should have the straight hair. <laughs> but, but it didn't happen like that. But uh, he helped me a lot when I was, uh, when, uh, when uh, Emir, we couldn't 
we couldn't go no place, you know, because mm-hmm. of the sickness. And Mark helped me a lot, and I'm really proud of him. And I like to see him. He should be as happy as you are, Danny, because now you are very happy young man, and I would like my grandson Mark should do the same thing because he's a lovable, caring, and loving grandson also. Amen to that, Bobby, 100%. I agree with you. Mark is a great guy. He's got great genes too. Uh, One of my best friends, and and he's an awesome guy. So, um, you know, we've done a lot of cool stuff together and had a lot of fun. And I know he loves you and, and cares for you a lot. I and know, I know. He's a great kid. So, so exactly. tell me your favorite story from maybe my childhood. Maybe something I forgot about, or you know, your favorite. One of your favorite memories. My, well, really, well, because I'm old. I'm 96 years we, old. I prefer the term mature. Mature. Uh, let me see. Really, I cannot think of anything as this moment, you know. It just uh, passed a long time ago sure. because you're not uh, 18 or 20 or 25 years old. No, I'm not. Passed a lot of years. and uh, But I'm proud of my two grandsons, my daughter's two grandsons. And, and uh, I'm really, and I'm happy you are here in Michigan. Let's put it this way. Cause Thank my, you. My other children are in different states. And this is what I uh, really feel bad, and I cannot be with them together. Well, I understand what what you're going through to a certain extent, because my children also don't live here year-round. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, I'll tell you what's very important. They did a study, actually, of these uh, individuals who were parented by parents who were famous or were royalty or were very busy, right? And in those homes, they often would have a lot of helpers and a lot of caretakers. And afterwards, they did surveys when the children grew up. And these were households where the, the father, maybe the mother, but mostly the father was only available for a couple hours a week. And they asked, you know, what was your childhood like growing up? And they said it was amazing. They said, how often did you see your father? They said, I don't know how often, but it was always amazing. Oh, even a little time, you know, the, some children adore their parents, you see, and they uh, wanted to be with the father and mother, you know. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sometimes it's not possible, you know, so you have to do the best. That's right. Exactly. I, I feel the same way. You're absolutely right. So speaking of, of childhood, uh, could you tell us maybe an interesting moment from your childhood or a story that you remember, something that you look back on and, and kind of say, wow, it's ama- you know, this is amazing that I'm here or this is amazing that I accomplished this or something from your childhood over the last 96 years or so that you wanted to share? Well, the... My childhood wasn't a good childhood because when I was, I think, 10 or 11 years old, divorce started, and that was my that was my childhood, and I was yeah. left all by myself, and I'm a survivor. You and, are a survivor. You're the definition of a survivor. Yeah, You're I'm, a thriver, Bubby. Yeah. You don't just survive. You thrive. I survived. The, the, Hitler is dead, but I'm alive, and I made a, a very nice family children and grandchildren and great-grandchildren and and, but I had a very very bad childhood let's put it this way I had no childhood come to see because I was uh, 10 or 11 years old when the war started and that was my my life was finished and I was all by myself and and survived very was moments then I thought I'm gonna be dead and looks like it God saved me, mm-hmm. and uh, and the Hitler is dead, but I'm alive. Yeah, and it's it's amazing. I mean, you you, I would say that you know we talk about good genes, how you have good genes, right? 
I would almost say that thriving and surviving is in your DNA. And you transfer that to your children and transfer that to your grandchildren and yeah. transfer that to your great-grandchildren. And it's almost like for us, I know me personally, my kids, my brother, uh, most people in my family, you for sure, there's never enough, right? There's never enough happiness. There's never enough smiling. There's never enough success because we are born to thrive. That's just what we are. And, and we owe that to you, Bobby. Well, yes and no. You know, that's, uh, well, every person has a different personality and every person is doing the best as they can. You know, some people do less. Like, I, I have very little to say about my childhood because I did not have a childhood. I, like, when the war started, I grew up. I wasn't a baby, you know, mm -hmm. I wasn't a young person. I grew up, you know, and this is this is the way my childhood went, you know. But, uh, but your childhood is different because you had parents. And you can do the best as you as you can, and everybody did. Yeah, and that's that's what's important, right? Is doing the best that you can, given Indeed. the circumstances, not complaining. Not you always used to say growing up, life isn't always a bowl of cherries. No. But what do you do when you don't have cherries? Well, you do the best. That's right. And you you say the best, and you you just just do as little as you can. If you cannot do something big, start up always from the beginning. And when the beginning is starting to get better, you go up and up and up. And that's what I see in you now. Then you started in the beginning, and now you're going up and up and up. And I'm really amazing to see you and talking to you the way you made your life much much better than it was before thank you so much bobby and, and you're, you're absolutely right what i think is absolutely incredible is that i've interviewed hundreds of people and i asked them for their advice and almost all of them especially the ones that are incredibly successful and have great lives and enjoy themselves they say the same exact things that you're saying which is start from the beginning do something if it's not a bowl of cherries you know Find out what it is and do a little bit if you can't yeah, do a take lot. One cherry at a time. One cherry at a time. And even if it's not cherries, find the cherry. It might not be a cherry. Find the cherry and, and do one cherry at a time. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. Break one cherry at a time. Keep going. Have fun. And, and be honest. Be yourself, right? Be authentic. Make a joke to that people are going to get and some won't. But, but the, the point make, is, is make them laugh. Make them laugh. That's where yeah, I got it from. This lady right here is hilarious. Yes, make them laugh. And this is what I do sometimes to to my senior citizen people in me. Yeah. I say something funny and they are laughing. And I'm, <laughs> I have to laugh with them because <laughs> cause this is, uh, how did you get that? I say, never mind. It's just something in my head seeing something and I made you left. You That's see? right. People remember that. People, people appreciate that. People remember, you know, and this is what I am starting to doing what's the best and I try to make people laugh. Yep. I, I, I hate to tell all kind of bad stories what I went through because, you know, some people don't believe and some people don't care. So, but then when I say something funny and they're starting to laugh, they're going to remember. Absolutely, and I'm just going to share a quick question, then we're going to turn the tables on Bobby and Naomi. But uh, we had a, uh, an experience here about two, three weeks ago. My wife, Braden, and I went out to dinner with, with Bobby uh, at stage. I would say, I know Brandon, Hannah, and Paul, they have different opinions. 
about the best Jewish deli in the area. I think Stage is the best Jewish deli in the area. They're all great, but that's my favorite. We went there with Bubby Naomi. We were outside, and she was talking to us about all her boyfriends. No joke, all her boyfriends. <laughs> she was telling us about all of them, about how she's, she can't fit them under the bed. She has to hide them in the, in the senior citizen's home. And then somebody pulled up in a Lamborghini, and Bubby kind of looked at him. And we looked at Bubby, and we're like, is that your boyfriend? And she says, that one, he's a show-off. <laughs> Well, that was, well, because he was having such a big car. <laughs> such a big Lamborghini. So, yeah. Bubby, we've got here just another minute or two. I want to turn the tables. You've got the microphone. You're the host. What? Any questions that you have for me, for Dan on top? Any questions? Yeah. No, I have no questions. I, I don't follow you. Is there anything you want to talk about or any questions you have for me? I think I said everything about you. And I think I meant it, everything, not only saying you it, you know, you just, there's nothing else to say. I don't think so, you know. What do you want to say about yourself, about the world, about other people out there? Not about myself, the honesty truth, I don't like Mia. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. I like, but I would be happier in my house, okay. in my okay. condo. And in case something would happen to me, I would have help. But uh, it's too late to talk about it. I have no house. I have no place. And I think I would have to finish it in here, if I like it or not, because I'm a resident there. <laughs> Mia won't like it, what I said. But I hope it's not going to get there. <laughs> well, it probably will. But um, anyway, the interesting fact is, is that, you know, we're... I, I understand it. I don't understand because I'm not going through it, but, you know, I, I, I know your situation, and uh, I want to ask you, what can I do to help? Well, nothing nobody can do. Yes, once in a while, the place a telephone call, or once in a while, call up, uh, Bobby, let's go for a coffee or whatever. Sure. Once in a while, not every day, because I know you're a young man with a family, and you're trying to make a living and, and a job sometimes. It doesn't give you enough time to 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 talk to Bobby even or whatever. But as as if you have a minute or two, five minutes, just call up Bobby and sure. say hello and say ask her how she's doing. That's it. Okay, excellent. We can definitely do that, and uh, we can mention that you know uh, this is Bubby Naomi. I I would love to to even get the website www.bubbynaomi.com if it's still available. We'll put this up there. This woman is full of wisdom. This woman doesn't have any questions because she's already answered pretty much everything by being alive, having so much wisdom, helping people, growing, being so honest, and making the best out of every situation. And I think that what I want to do is is tell you that while you were busy, quote unquote, making the best of everything and surviving, I was watching you thriving. I didn't see you as a survivor. I saw you as a thriver. And when you say you made the best of things, you created an incredible legacy of people who love you and care about you and who are carrying on your torch of wisdom. I'm going to tell you something what I did today. Now, today in the morning, I have a neighbor, and the neighbor is collecting all kind of newspapers and all kind of pamphlets what is coming uh, to to um, to take some place into into. Um, Place it or whatever you call okay. it, the place, you know. And I helped her to drag all the newspapers to her car. 
Wow, really today? Today in the morning from 9 o'clock till 10 o'clock, both of us, other people were bringing all the newspapers from, from the two buildings because we have building six and building seven. Unbelievable. They were bringing the papers to building seven and, and Donna and I, we were dragging the, the, all the newspapers, all the bags to the newspapers to her car. And now I told her because I wanted to see you, and I told her that she should wait for me, and when I'm going to come back, I'm going to go with her in in her car, and we're going to dump it wherever she's dumping it to recycle. Okay. Because she doesn't want it. She want to keep that place clean. There you go. And she's doing a good job. She's doing a good job. You're doing a good job. We probably got to go because we got to get Bubby back, and we can help you dump the newspapers. So, Bubby, Naomi, you've got a wonderful heart. You always want to do the good thing. You always want to be honest, have fun, and it shines. I think that on behalf of the entire audience of Dan on Top, on behalf of NRM Streamcast, Encore Real Estate Investment Services, the CRE Pro Course, Zach Racinger, Dan Lukowitz, everybody, my family, the Traegers, the Lukowitzes, my kids, their kids, and everybody else who's going to be benefiting from you, thank you, Bubby. Yes, thank you. You're doing a good job, too, and I'm proud of you. Okay, you want to dance? Uh, no, my two left. Uh, I have two left legs now. <laughs> you heard it here. Two left legs. Bubby, Naomi, we love you. We appreciate you. I'm Dan Lukowitz, www.danontop.com. Dan at danontop.com. You've heard some great information here. Give us some comments. Subscribe. Tell your Bubby. Tell your Zadie. Tell your Papa, your Safta, your Abba, your Ima, anybody. Tell the world because... This is an incredible individual. Thank you so much, Bobby. We love you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm going to give you a hug. Oh, Bobby. Love you, Bobby. Thank you so much. Guess what? We'll see y'all very, very soon. Oh, Bobby. Love it.